On today's show, we will be all over the place covering different Dallas Stars headlines. We'll start off by talking about Dennis Gurionov's contract extension. We'll talk about Wyatt Johnson's terror reign over the OHL. And then we'll close out the show talking about the lack of depth scoring across the NHL and why it's not just an issue for the Dallas Stars. All coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Stars Media, coming to you on this Wednesday, June 8th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping in today and making Locked On Stars your first listen. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. Remember that we are free and available no matter where or how you listen. You can also find and follow me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. And you can also find our show's account at Locked on Stars. I think we're getting fairly close to 800 followers over on that page. So go give us a follow if you do not do so already. Truly do appreciate the continued support for this show, even here throughout the offseason when Uh, The hockey season is almost over. We are getting very close to the Stanley Cup Finals, which is exciting, but it also means we will then be in this weird space where we no longer have hockey games to talk about, but with the offseason comes its own set of excitement with free agency, with trades, with the draft. Still going to be a lot to talk about here at Locked on Stars, including today, so thank you for stopping in and checking out our show. Now let's get right down to business, talking about a guy that we literally talked about two episodes ago on Monday. That is, of course, Denis Gurionov. We did a player evaluation episode on him for 2021-2022, and one of the things we talked about was his future with the Dallas Stars, his future with the organization. He was going to be a restricted free agent this offseason, but then it was announced yesterday on Tuesday that on his 21st birthday, actually, so Happy late birthday to Dennis Garyanov, and what a way to celebrate by signing uh, an extension with the Dallas Stars. This is a one-year contract extension worth $2.9 million, and it's just crazy. I mean, maybe someone in the front office is listening to the show, whether it's Jim Neal or somebody else. If you are a member of the Dallas Stars front office and you are interested on coming on the pod, uh, my Twitter DMs are open, so... I find it coincidental that this news comes out the day after that uh, I talk about him on the podcast. Whether or not that actually had any influence on it, we'll never know. Probably not very likely, but it is kind of funny and pretty convenient for continuity with the content this week. So we do know, we do have it confirmed that Dennis Kurianov will be in a Dallas Star sweater for at least one more season. And this personally excites me. I did predict that he would come back. Did not necessarily know it would be a one-year deal, but it kind of makes sense given what has happened to him so far in his career. I'm excited to see him get at least one more go around here in Dallas. 
He's still, in my mind, a pretty special player with a pretty unique skill set, and I'm really, really excited to see how he can perform with a new head coach in a new system, hopefully a system that is a little bit more complementary to his style of play and hopefully not a coach who is looking to healthy scratch him what felt like every other game. In 2021-2022, Dennis Gurionov posted 11 goals, 20 assists, which was a career high, and 31 points in total. And then we did talk about on Monday that he had 20 goals in the 19-20 season through 64 games before the COVID shutdown. And again, he has a special build and is a really unique player with how fast he is. He's one of the best skaters in the league. I think he's very underrated in that regard, but he's six foot three inches, 195 pounds. So not the weightiest guy, but definitely still has a massive frame, which is great uh, for a great mix for his speed because he can move really quick, but he can also throw his body around a little bit and lay some hits, but also take up a lot of space on the ice and get past some smaller sized defenders. And with this contract deal, I get the feeling, and I think this is kind of everyone else's feeling as well, just from exploring social media a little bit after this deal was inked, that this is sort of the front office giving Denis Gurionov one last shot to prove himself worthy of staying with this organization. He gets one more chance to go out and prove why the Dallas Stars took him at 12th overall in the 2015 draft class and again he has the capability to do this we saw several moments from this past season and even in previous seasons where Denis Gurionov has shown to be an extremely talented player who can really pop off offensively at certain times but those performances are just spread out really really far and that's been his biggest issue is finding that consistency and giving us those really good offensive performances game in and game out even if he doesn't score a goal or an assist every single game there's just some games where he just disappears offensively and is an absolute non-factor on offense, which, you know, to credit Rick Bonus just a little bit, it makes sense why he was healthy scratched some, but it really might have thrown off his game having to sit out as many games as he did last season. So I'm looking for him to continue to crash the net. I think that that is when Denis Gurionov is at his best as an offensive player is when he is going at the net again with that speed and with that big frame. He is going to be a difficult guy to stop. And a lot of his best goals of the season were off of really great passes from his teammates when he was going towards the net. He gets a stick on it and he's really quick and shifty with the stick in his hand. And so I think that's a really great part of his game. Hopefully he's able to get back to that this offseason, really perfect that, and then, of course, expand his offensive game a little bit as well, maybe with a nice wrist shot or a slap shot or even his one-timers and even could be an effective tool on the power play sometimes as he did play some minutes on the man advantage this past season. And he just needs to play in such a way where he's not under pressure. I think the nice part for this upcoming season for Denis Gurionov is that he's not expected to be the guy offensively. I mean, we have that top line with guys like Jason Robertson and Rope Hintz and even Joe Pavelski, who hopefully can give us an output similar to what we saw this last season. So there's not this expectation from the front office, the coaching staff, the fan base that Denis Gurionov has to be the number one guy. He can play with that burden lifted off his shoulders, knowing that he has other guys on the team who can carry the burden offensively, but this Stars team can truly be better. They can take a huge step forward from where they were last season if Denis Gurionov is able to be a consistent offensive presence on a second or third line. So all in all, I'm excited to see Denis Gurionov back in Dallas for one more season, and I hope we have a breakout year from number 34, and he's able to stay with this team for the foreseeable 
future. Well, coming up next, we will shift our focus to the OHL and talk about a really promising stars prospect in Wyatt Johnston. All coming up after a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything that your car or truck could need, from brake parts, motor oil, tail lamps, and even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck could ever need at rockauto.com. Hey, Stars fans, Dane here. We have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast better than ever. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you guys so much for your help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Welcome back in, everybody. We are moving on on this midweek episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen every single day. And let's turn our attention to the Ontario Hockey League, where on Tuesday it was announced that Stars prospect Wyatt Johnston, the 19-year-old 23rd overall pick in the 2021 NHL draft by the Dallas Stars, has been awarded the 2021-2022 Red Tilson Trophy, which is given to the most outstanding player during the OHL regular season. And Wyatt Johnson, we've talked about him a few times throughout the duration of this season. He has had a historic season for the Windsor Spitfires out of the OHL. He led the entire Canadian Hockey League with 124 points and only 68 games played. 46 goals, 78 assists, 42 multi-point games, and also was the winner of the Eddie Powers Memorial Trophy, which is awarded to the top scorer, and also won the William Hanley Trophy, which is awarded to the most sportsmanlike player in the league. And so Wyatt Johnston, at 19 years old, already starting to collect some really prestigious hardware uh, and putting up some fantastic numbers, numbers that you would expect to see from a guy taken in the first round by an NHL team. And again, we've said his age a couple times already. He's 19 years old old which you know and we've said before also that the OHL and the CHL in general is a different game than the NHL but this is very promising numbers and very promising awards to see given to a guy that may have been a little bit underrated going into last year's draft and maybe some people thought was a stretch of a pick for Dallas to go after but right now Jim Nill and company are looking incredibly smart 
in that Dallas Stars front office. We've talked at length about Logan Stankoven on this podcast. He was the second round pick in the 2021 draft for the Dallas Stars. And now the attention seems to be on Wyatt Johnston, who is still continuing to play in the OHL playoffs. He leads the entire OHL in points in the postseason with 37. He's second in goals at 13, first in assist at 24, first in plus minus also at 24, and is still currently playing in the OHL finals against the Hamilton Bulldogs where they have a 2-1 series lead. In that series, as of right now, Wyatt Johnson has two goals and four assists. And again, they have that 2-1 series lead. Game four of that best of seven series is on Friday, June 10th. And when I look at Wyatt Johnson, you know, I don't always have access to the games that he plays in the OHL, but you can go to the OHL's website and look up highlights from the games from this past season, but even in this current series that they're in against Hamilton, I encourage you to go do it because he is such a treat to watch. It's so much fun to watch Wyatt Johnston play just with the skill that he has. And we, he reminds me of a guy that we talked about on yesterday's episode in Johnny Gaudreau. He's just a slightly taller version of Johnny Gaudreau. He's 6'1", 175 pounds, so not the biggest guy out there on the ice, but what he lacks in size, he makes up for in speed and shiftiness there's been plays where he gets kind of a breakaway opportunity in front of the net and it's just it's like watching a master at work just the way that he plays with his food the food being the goalie in the crease that is the unfortunate soul that has to defend against Wyatt Johnson he's so quick with his stick he's so smooth with his shot with his delivery and he's really great with his scoring but also a fantastic threat to help set up teammates for assists and that's where the majority of his points have come from even though he still has 46 goals, which is nothing to shake your head at. So Johnny Gaudreau is certainly a guy that comes to mind when watching him play, but he's also just kind of his own type of player. And I think Wyatt Johnston certainly has the capability to be one of these you know, underrated guys that comes into the NHL that some people are aware of, but some people kind of overlook. And then he really just explodes into a star. Yes, the pun is intended there because he will be playing with the Dallas Stars, and he's going to be incredibly fun to watch. We talk about the need for secondary scoring. We talk about the need for guys to go on that second line with Tyler Sagan. I think Wyatt Johnston could potentially fit that role sometime in the future, and if not with Sagan, with some other sort of centerman. Eventually, that top line is going to be shaken up quite a bit with the departure, eventual departure of Joe Pavelski. So then you have Rope Hintz at the centerman position, maybe still paired with Jason Robertson. Maybe you throw out a guy like Wyatt Johnston on that line. But with him and Logan Stankoven quickly climbing the ranks of you know junior club hockey teams, it gives me a lot of optimism that we could be talking about this 2021 Dallas Stars draft class in the same way that we've been talking about the 2017 Dallas Stars draft class with Jason Robertson, Jake Ottinger, Miro Haskinen. I believe Jacob Peterson was in that class as well. Obviously, a lot more guys named there than I've named so far in 2021. But still, I think it's fair to say that these guys could be another really, really talented, formidable duo. I mean, we had Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan. We're currently living in the Jason Robertson and Rope Hintz era. And then sooner rather than later, we could be seeing the emergence of Johnston and Stankoven coming to cause absolute terror in the NHL. And so Logan Stankoven, Wyatt Johnston continuing to show out for their junior clubs. Wyatt Johnston winning the OHL championship series would be massive uh, and I'm sure would continue to draw a ton of publicity towards his name. And I, I highly doubt that these accolades that he's collected this season will be the last ones that he collects in his professional hockey career. So remember that name. Remember the name Wyatt Johnston and keep an eye out for him as he continues to approach eventually being a 
key player on this Dallas Stars roster. Coming up next, we will take a look to the current state of the NHL playoffs and talk about an article that I read about the lack of depth scoring for the Edmonton Oilers in the Western Conference Finals. All coming up after a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is also brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. All right, we're closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, talking about the Western Conference Finals that have come to an end. I was scrolling through the NHL's website, looking up some talk, a final talking point for today's episode and saw an article on the NHL's front page written by Tim Campbell talking about the Oilers and the lack of depth scoring for them in the Western Conference Finals. And in that article, he dives into multiple reasons why the Oilers were swept by the Colorado Avalanche in the third round of the Western Conference playoffs. You know, he mentioned that the this Oilers team was a little bit beat up on their roster. Drysidle deal, dealing with some injuries, Darnell Nurse dealing with some injuries as well. Evander Kane, who's been a good player for them, was suspended for that nasty, dirty hit uh, on Nazem Kadri. He did not play in Game Four, um, so you know this was a banged up team, a little bit of a shorthanded Oilers team. But really, you know, uh, he made the point that it came down to the fact that the Oilers. You know, their their big names, their big name players were not enough to help them win a game in that series. I mean, Connor McDavid, three goals, four assists, seven points total. Not bad. Dry sidle, six assists total. Again, not bad considering that he was playing with some nagging injuries. And, you know, this is just an Oilers team that's been an offensive force all season long. And they struggled to produce consistent offense in this series. I mean, two total goals throughout the entire duration of games two and three in that series. Zach Hyman was the only other Oilers skater with at least four points in this series besides McDavid and Dreisaitl. And so it, it really is just something that made me realize that, you know, a team can really only go a certain distance depending on how good or bad their secondary scoring is. I mean, and it, the distance is different for every single team given how good their top line talent is. I mean, Dallas has a fantastic top line, but, you know, two of those guys are still kind of getting their feet under them in the NHL while Edmonton, they have two of the best players in the NHL, two generational talents who are veterans who have been in this league for quite some time now, who know what they're doing even before they got to the NHL were kind of the center of attention for their respective teams, wherever they went and wherever they were playing, you know, Edmonton was able to get to the Western conference finals with those guys, but they were beat by a team that just had way more scoring options. I mean, let's be completely honest with ourselves that, Colorado, as good as they are, their weakness lies in their goaltending. And I think that the Colorado, that this might have been the worst goaltender that they played all playoffs, the Oilers. Uh, you know, they played against, I believe it was Jonathan Quick with the Kings in round one. They go up against Markstrom in round two. And I think the goaltending was probably at its worst for them this playoffs in round three against the Colorado Avalanche, yet they were swept. 
and they were unable to score. And again, you do have to give some credit to the Colorado Avalanche there. Kale McCarr being an incredible defenseman, but also just their defensive system. Uh, and of course, you're going to get those good games from Francoise every now and then in the se- in this Western Conference Final Series, taking over for Darcy Kemper. But even if it is Kemper in there, I think maybe you get one or two really great games out of him, but then he's going to be the Darcy Kemper that we've seen all season where it's just kind of so-so goaltending. So, you know, it's just really kind of insane to see that each team in the NHL has their meter for how far they can go without really good proper secondary scoring. And I, I think even just shifting the focus from that over to Dallas, I think the Dallas Stars could truly be a Stanley Cup Finals challenger soon if they were able to go out and get that proper secondary scoring. I mean, look at this Colorado Avalanche team. They've been one of the better teams in the NHL in the regular season for the past several years. I mean, this was a team that even back in 2020, many people had picked to go to to the Stanley Cup Finals and win it all, but they get eliminated in the second round. The second round was their kryptonite for so long, but they finally get past that. But look at that roster. Look at the team that they have established. It's not just a good defenseman in Kale McCarr. It's not just a good top line with guys like Nathan McKinnon. It's the addition of guys. I mean, Gabriel Landeskog has been there for a while now, but it's Miko Rantanen. It's going out and getting Arturi Lekkinen from the Montreal Canadiens. It's going and getting Nazem Kadri a few years ago, adding him to the team and developing him, despite him being a veteran, into a true, truly great scorer and truly great offensive weapon. I mean, I'm not saying it can all be done in one offseason. Rome wasn't built in a day. NHL championship teams are not built in one offseason. But it certainly does make you think that with a defense as good as Dallas's, that it's good consistently. I mean, they're going to have bad games every now and then, but with a solid defense, a really good D-man core with Jake Ottinger, that Dallas could go incredibly far in the postseason if they get that secondary scoring, similar to what Colorado has obtained this season. And I think that if Colorado wins this title this year, good for them, but I think they're going to look really, really different as a roster and as an organization next year with the amount of free agents that they have coming up. And I think that's kind of what they have in mind, that some of these guys will win a championship and then they will move on to a different team or they'll retire or who knows what will happen. It's just going to be difficult to retain everybody. So we'll have to see what the Stars are able to do this offseason. But I thought it was an interesting article and even just a team that's been an offensive juggernaut like the Edmonton Oilers. They struggle with depth scoring just like the Dallas Stars. It was just more evident with the Stars early on. Uh, because they got eliminated earlier and they needed it more than the Oilers did because the Oilers, I think, have better top-line players than the Dallas Stars. And you could do that all over the league. You could take a look all over the NHL and say, well, these, this team has these players, and these are really good players, but the guys behind them are not so great, and those are going to be the teams that didn't make the playoffs. And it can go on and on. So I'm really, really still curious to see how the Dallas Stars continue to build their roster in preparation for the season in order to be more effective offensively because that is truly the key to taking this team and this organization to the next level of playoff competition but that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars thank you again for stopping by for making us your first listen of the day make your second listen of the day the locked on nhl podcast they are covering the stanley cup playoffs like nobody else giving you an episode every Monday through Friday, talking about the conference finals. They'll be talking about the Stanley Cup finals. And then, of course, once we get into the full offseason, they'll be talking about the draft, trades, free agency, you name it. They have it all covered there at the Locked on NHL podcast. It's free and available wherever you listen to your podcast at. Just like our show, Locked on Stars, be sure to subscribe to and follow our show on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. And if you do feel so inclined, 
leave a rating or a review if you like what you hear. All the five-star ratings, uh, all those that you give, the better really does help the show grow and continue to reach new audiences. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Dane Double underscore Lewis and our show as well at Locked on Stars. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for more Dallas Stars offseason content. I uh, wanted to kind of cover all the bases today with some really good round-the-circle storylines for the Dallas Stars with Garyanov, with Johnston, and, of course, taking a look at other teams and comparing them to the Dallas Stars. Thank you again for stopping by and tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.